Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Schadenfreude, everybody must have screamed, ah, he's a sung hero. Little pushy pushy. Are you back from listening to Stairway to Heaven twice? Now those are just words I looked up on the internet. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Arrivederci, from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, the hits just keep coming. It's Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I've got, I need, I'm mo- I have motion sickness, uh, everything that's happening. Uh, I'm Josh Witt, and we've lost more guys. I mean, guys were already in the transfer portal. They said, hey, you know, definitely considering West Virginia. And that could absolutely be true or could absolutely not be true. And so on July 7th, 2023, we've lost so many guys. We, like I'm on the team, West Virginia University has lost so many guys that that trip in August, um, gabagool. (laughs) They've got to postpone the trip to next year. So Jesse, Raekwon, Omar, they're doing a next year, the Italy trip. Not a great time to go out of the country. Why? Well, since I last talked into, into a microphone, Joey T, gone in conference, Texas Tech. Mowagi, I thought he was going to leave in conference. Nope, still leaving, goes to Alabama. James Oconquo, gone. North Carolina, Jose Perez. Gone. Don't know where he's going to land. I believe I saw something where he's considering West Virginia, but given the previous three guys that were considering West Virginia, I would say, Jose Perez, let's not hold our breath. And that's a very interesting transfer portal enterer. And so I'm going to wish all those guys well. 
in their futures and future endeavors. I'm wishing guys well in their future endeavors in July. Why is that? Well, <laughs> we all know why. So let's just let's let's focus on who's in. Raekwon Battle in asterisk. He needs a waiver. He needed a waiver to go to Italy, but ciao. So adio Italia. So he doesn't have to worry about that timing. Still needs a waiver prior to the beginning of the season. Omar Saverio. He came to Morgantown with former Manhattan teammate Jose Perez. As I mentioned, Jose Perez in the portal. Uh, But Omar, wherever he goes, right now he's at West Virginia. He needs a waiver before November. So let me throw a hypothetical at you. If the first game of the season was happening as I'm talking into this microphone on July 7th, 2023, and it's not, games don't start in July, games start in November, the roster is going to look different between now and November. But let's say, you know what? Let's play a game right now that counts. Here's here's who could suit up and play. On July 7th, Seth Wilson, veteran Seth Wilson, veteran Kobe Johnson. Uh, I'll just, I guess if you are here more than one year, you're a veteran. Veteran Josiah Davis, who shout out to him. He's going to get his first degree in December. He'll be in his third semester at WVU. So I don't know how many AP classes he took, how many college credits he got in high school he got a considerable amount or he's just blazing through hours at wvu but shout out to that guy doogie hauser style getting i'm so old congrats to jose uh, josiah harris so that's that's three pat sumnick four veteran pat sumnick kirk Cresha, who entered the portal then came back the the lone you know, he he saw the portal, saw what was in it, and came back. He saw the light and came back <laughs> and, and can tell the story about being in there. And Jesse Edwards. So that's six guys. <laughs> For the July 7th game, six guys could play. And if I was WVU and the game was today, I would let all six guys run out on the carpet like here is the guy here are your west virginia university mountaineers i wouldn't say who's starting i guess maybe you'd have to say who's starting but i before you did that i'd let the other guy the lone the lone guy not being able to start your bench the one guy bench i'd let him run the carpet that's that's in a hypothetical that's not going to happen i would do that Uh, but let's be very clear the ripples from the DUI on June 16th, they're still happening. And while the timing for finding a permanent coach in June was terrible, the timing for opening a 30-day transfer portal window uh, for players was amazing timing. (laughs) I mean, not as a WVU fan, but strictly from the player perspective, a lot of movement right after the last NCAA game 
right after the championship and even probably a little before that plenty of activity lots of moving then it dies down and then all of a sudden in june guys at a power six school are available and are getting calls even before they enter the portal calls are happening sorry to hear about uh wow that's crazy i'm glad he's okay uh what are you up to so does this change your situation and it's it was amazing for them and so with the portal opening back up in june james oconquo and mo Wagi, guys that i enjoyed watching in morgantown combined combined those two combined average 21 minutes a game there's 40 minutes in a in a in a game at the college level seven points a game combined six rebounds a game combined and they transfer to the national runner-up two seasons ago and the overall number one seed in the tournament they just had four months ago those stats get you to those places in june slash july when the when the portal opens back up so shout out to the players <laughs> i mean and what's crazy is we're we're at nine guys now combined who have entered the portal this offseason six of those guys entered after june 16th eight of those are gone again kerr the lone guy to come back with stories to tell uh <laughs> so when i was walking aimlessly in the streets of nitro recording on my on my iphone like thinking about what needs to happen with the coaching search and what the focus needs to be. The focus obviously had to be how can you keep most of the current roster intact? West Virginia was praised for all the guys they brought in, guys that are coming back. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? Josh Eilert, Coach Eilert, might be the best case scenario it doesn't feel like it right now as far as roster retention, but Coach Eilert, I think, keeps the most guys here. And, th and that number is eight. <laughs> that, that limits your portal guys out to five. That's your best case scenario. So it doesn't feel like it. What, the flip side of that argument is, if you're going to have five guys leave in the best case scenario, then just rip the Band-Aid off, get Beeline in here if he was available, regardless of what the players are saying, just do the move. This is going to be, you're going to have a lot of guys leave no matter what, get who you want. That's the flip side. If you're saying roster retention should be a priority, uh, as 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 crazy as this sounds, this is the best case scenario. So no Italy. Coach Huggins has put me. Coach Huggins has put me in the position to think about hoping that another Power Six head coach gets removed. I don't want to. I don't want to say into a microphone what scenarios I have in mind for for these guys to exit 
And so I'm not going to do that. And and I'm let's be very clear. I'm absolutely not hoping any ill will towards any other program and any I don't want a scenario similar to West Virginia's where a guy gets uh, forced to resign or gets fired. But I had the thought. (laughs) Uh, So. West Virginia went from the possibility of having a 14-guy roster. Remember that? It's like you only have 13 scholarships, but maybe West Virginia brings somebody in and they're kind of a walk-on, but they get compensated. It's kind of going to work like a scholarship because it'll be NIL money. Remember that? That was a few months ago. To July <laughs> July 7th, we got five open scholarships by my math. And so uh, – No Italy. It's on the grind trying to find guys to complete the roster. That's the mission. I don't know who those guys are going to be. It's it's slim pickings seems like a strong uh, word choice as far as what's available in the transfer portal. And I don't know a ton about this. Other people know more than I do. Um, But five spots. To fill out, lost a lot of big guys. Lost Trey Mitchell, Mo Waggy, James Oconquo, Jimmy Bell. Like to hit him with truth serum and say, hey, if your competition at the five disappeared, maybe he still leaves because Jesse Edwards comes in. Maybe that still happens. Um, but you've got to you've got to get depth at the, in the post and then get you know, don't be picky, get best players available. And I'm saying that knowing that that could be from other schools. Uh, this is how the transfer portal works. Everybody, nobody is upset when West Virginia is getting a Jesse Edwards or a Raekwon battle. Nobody's thinking about Montana state fans or Syracuse fans and their feelings excited when guys come in. So can't, hold it against the players at West Virginia when they bail. I mean, I, I say that people are absolutely doing that, but it, it never works both ways. Nobody, when a guy's coming into the program from the transfer for portal is like, I don't want that guy. <laughs> it's never, I, that guy, three, four schools. I don't want that guy. You know, Eric Stevenson announced he's coming to West Virginia. That guy. He's not a loyal guy. Nobody said that. And after the fact, nobody would would point to that of like, nah, I didn't I didn't care that much for Eric Stevenson. Uh, he he had a high approval rating, and he West Virginia was his fourth school. So it works both ways, and it's uh, you take the good with the bad, and it's it's swinging bad right now. But you take the good with the bad. All right, so big group this week to go through as far as wishing guys well in their future endeavors. Let's start with an easy one. Jose Perez, what can you say about Jose Perez's time at WVU? He played zero minutes. He had zero wins and zero losses in the zero games that he played for the Mountaineers. He had good fashion choices. I wish Jose the best in his future endeavors. So yeah, it was pretty quick and easy. Joe Toussaint played in the Golden Blue for one season. Is it just me 
let me get this out of the way. I, I want to wish Joe the best in his future endeavors. But, and this is not specifically Joe, but in the thank yous to Mountaineer Nation, the the blue heart comes before the gold heart. And am I getting too granular there with like, the gold goes first, it's the golden blue, it's not the old blue and gold. It's dangerously close to a school up north as far as the the hearts that you would use in that order. So I don't know. Maybe that's that's linked to this new era of I mean, why would Joe Toussaint even think about why would any of these guys think about the order of the heart colors? But I think about it every time. To be honest, for Joe Toussaint, the way Coach Huggins used Joe Toussaint in the rotations how many games we watched and it was like, how come Joe hasn't come in the game yet? I was surprised Joey T didn't enter the portal before June 17th. You know what I mean? But he said he was staying and then June 17th happened and then Joe leaves. He played in all 34 games in his one season with the Mountaineers, averaged nine points, three assists in 21 minutes per game. That's the crazy part. He averaged – 21 minutes a game and yet so multiple games it's like where's joe at he had 18 against pittsburgh he played well against the giant and purdue two of his best games were in conference and they were at lubbock go figure <laughs> that's where he's gonna play this coming season and at ames iowa rival previous rival played at iowa Unfortunately, one of the memories that sticks out for me for Joey T is the end of the Kansas game where the ball's in his hand at the end of that game where West Virginia has a chance to get their first win at Allen Fieldhouse. And I believe he traveled or is a shot clock violation. It ended very poorly. But I also remember that's a memory. I'm sorry. I'm wishing him well in his future endeavors. But if I think of Joe Toussaint moments as a Mountaineer, I think of that moment in Kansas. And then I also think about the next game in Ames, late in the game, in the same spot of the court where he couldn't get a shot off. He made a big assist to Emmett to help West Virginia get a win at a tough place to play. Really like Joe's vibe, his confidence on the court, not looking forward to seeing him play for the Red Raiders and seeing him in another jersey, in conference, had that experience last year with a former Mountaineer, did not enjoy that. Uh, so I want to wish Joey Toussaint the best in his future endeavors. This is a Smoking Musket podcast. Go to smokingmusket.com to read up on WVU Sports. There's also another Smoking Musket podcast devoted to WVU football. It's called West by Pod. It's hosted by Joel Bracken and Jordan Pinto. They came out with a new episode. They're diving in, trying to figure out the 2023 Big 12 football season. They're looking at Vegas over and unders, figuring out how to categorize teams in tiers. It's a great listen. You learn things on West by Pod. I don't know how much you learn on Unreasonable Doubt. Check the podcast out wherever you listen to this. 
West by Pod. Go to smokingmusket.com. Do all the things. Smoking Musket. Milwaukee was here for one season. Came from junior college. Missed the last six games of the season due to injury. And my man Mo came out of the gates hot. 30 points in his first three games. Was 14 of 16 from the floor. Hardly missed. Had that pretty give and go in one of my favorite plays of the season. I forget which game in the Portland tournament where him and Joe pick and roll, give and go on the baseline that led to a woggy dunk while getting fouled. He came back to earth in conference play, foul trouble, just not strong enough yet, but overall had a promising first season at West Virginia. And I say first season, it's his only season in Morgantown. I'll be interested to see how Nate Oates uses Mo Waggy in Alabama. I'm going to keep an eye on that. And I want to wish Mo the best in his future endeavors. James Oconquo was in Morgantown for two seasons. Didn't see a ton of James in his first season. Dealt with an injury. Played only 11 minutes over three games. And not like three games in a row in non-conference. It was spread out throughout the year. This season, he missed only three games, including a doghouse DNP early on. And... But as the season progressed, he played more, got a bigger opportunity when Mo was out and had a double-double in the blowout home win versus the Sooners. Highlight blocks for James spread throughout the season. And I was excited to see what James is going to look like, especially when Trey leaves. Could James get minutes at the four? Not that he made a ton of outside shots, but he wasn't scared to shoot from out there. And he could work on that in the offseason. And he can still do those things. He just is not going to play for West Virginia. He's going to play in a different blue. Powder blue. Alma mater of Michael Jordan. James Oconquo. By the way, respect to James Oconquo for taking the two-step approach for leaving through the transfer portal. To me, the most efficient way is two steps. Step one, tell people you're entering the portal. And then step two, Tell people where you're going to go. Two steps. Hey, Josh, what about the thank yous? Do that on step one. Include it in step one or include it in step two. It can still be a two-step thing. Trey Mitchell said thank yous in step two. James did thank yous in step one. Joey T and Mo, they made it three steps. Step one, I'm leaving. Step two... Thank yous, and the thank yous came for both of those guys the day before they're making the decision. So they spread that out. So it makes it three steps. It's just too many steps. Just do it at the beginning or do it at the end. One man's opinion. Anyways, I I wish James the best in his future endeavors. And I think that's all for now. Again, a fluid situation. You know, this is the offseason. Typically, I'm talking to people, having guests on the podcast, and it's just too fluid of a situation right now. There will be voices besides my own in the offseason. They'll be back soon, but this is definitely (laughs) – 
<laughs> this offseason has definitely been an, a different offseason. Don't you agree? That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Overcast Podcasts, YouTube. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. Josh Eilert, as head coach of the West Virginia University Mountaineers, he has zero wins and he has zero losses.